Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I've been Slowy, and today on the show I have a wonderful lady who uh, does um, she does the sound sometimes at Company Brewing, my workplace. Um, but she's played in a couple bands uh, in the last couple years. Among them are Red Lodge and Beach Static, uh, which are sadly no longer bands anymore. However, she's working on some solo stuff. And I'm excited to talk to her about her artistry and why she does what she does. So, Amy Up the Grove, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Ben. You're welcome. Thank you for bringing the hams, my uh, favorite. Still working on getting that sponsor. Oh my God, same. I think, uh, <laughs> I think if we team up together, I think, we might be able to I, I think our combined forces will finally make it happen. God, I hope so. Really, we need it. <laughs> How was your day today? My day was good. It was... It was a Monday. Yeah. It was hectic. What'd you do? Uh, I worked. What did you do? What do you do now? Uh, I do AV in uh, an IT department. Mmm. Yeah. I see. Well, I feel that. Um, well, uh, I'm glad we could uh, set some time apart to talk a little bit about um, love and fear, uh, the two driving forces behind the passionate and creative minds. And um, yeah, the first time I met you. Uh, was way back in like I think it was like March or February. It's one of the first shows I uh, covered actually for Breaking and Entering was oh, Beach Static. God, that was so much fun. Yeah, the Cactus Club. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I want to say uh, was a Telethon. Yeah. It was yeah, great. Telethon. Shout out to Telethon. Yeah. Also another great band. Um, oh, I love those guys. Yeah, yeah, they're <laughs> fantastic. But that was the first time we ever met. And then um, I saw you. Again. I saw Beach Static again a couple other times. Uh, saw you guys uh, at four and four day. Um, but I just sadly, as you walked in, got the news that y'all aren't a band anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, tell me about the the demise of both projects. I guess. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> we're getting this. Uh Kicked off right to the You're right. End of well, the yeah, I guess. This, um, yeah. No, uh, yeah. So both were kind of a similar situation where uh, like schedules weren't lining up, and it was getting really hard to kind of commit the time. Um, and with Beach Static, everybody kind of went different directions with Everyone their jobs. Everyone moved away. Yeah. Everyone moved away, Bummer. and we all got really busy, so we kind of had to. Reel it in a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if we'll like never play a show again. Sure. But like, it's just not a active focus right now. Totally, it's a dormant of sorts. Sure. No, that that makes sense. Uh, that uh, you know, it happens to a lot of great bands out here in the city. Uh, I'm glad that uh, you guys were able to rock out uh, for the top for the run you guys had. Um, Thank you. The shows were a lot of fun. Yeah, they were. <laughs> Um, so, um, I guess to start, um, besides obviously what's now dead, um, I do want to hear about, you know, like a little bit about like your personal, uh, musical background and I guess like where you started finding music as like a creative outlet for yourself in your life. Yeah. Um, 
Wow, that's a good question. I, I guess I always like was very interested in music when I was growing up, and I was like total choir nerd in high school and did the musicals and stuff. Um, and it was like during that time that even though it's a very different thing than like what what we do now, mm -hmm. um, it was the first time that I like kind of found a community of people to like kind of more of a like support system in a way that I wasn't used to. Yeah. Um, Where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Racine and I went to high school in Muskego. Oh, okay, sure. So the suburbs of Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of, when I, when I got to college, I decided now was the time to just start doing, uh, doing a band because I always wanted to be in one and I had never, I mean, in high school, uh, I kind of skipped a part. That's okay, go ahead. But, um, yeah, I guess, like, towards the end of high school, I kind of, like, started getting more confidence and, like, made some really good friends through, like, choir and musical stuff mm -hmm. and ended up uh, kind of doing, like, a little high school band with, yes. with like, my best friends, and it was yeah. so much fun. And, I mean, I wouldn't, like necessarily show people the songs from that time period we all listen to a lot of like three days grace no oh, yeah um <laughs> my chemical romance right yeah so Every, it's fine it's if nobody ever thing, hears yeah. it but it was like so special and like um it just kind of continued the idea of me being able to make really strong connections with other people through like collaborating with them mm -hmm. true when did you uh start playing guitar um, I started playing guitar in, uh, I kind of learned it for my high school band, but then we didn't really play many shows, so, like, I, I never really did it in public. Yeah. Um, but then, like, the first band that I was in in college that, like, tried to play shows and get out more, um, that was the first time I played rhythm guitar. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, At first I was the only guitarist and I it was very clear that I could not uh, <laughs> hold it down mm. um, and then actually Ben Hogan who was then in Beach Static uh, came in and like made it more of the real deal I oh guess. yeah sure um, yeah what was your band called in college uh, it was called octopus Octopus. Yeah, spelled A W K. Oh right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I thought that was the best band name ever. Oh, I, I still kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> Octopus. <laughs> that Octopus. is. Oh man, that's. Uh, A lot of people have trouble finding us because. <laughs> sure. Um, did where'd you go to school? Oh, Whitewater. Okay, Whitewater. Sure. Um, so like uh, back then, was it kind of just like um a hobbyist sort of thing, like a fun thing to do? Well, so I went to school for audio production mm -hmm. and uh, for my classes I needed to be like doing, excuse me, doing recording projects and um, I, I started trying to like play songs and get like groups of people together to like do those recordings and then like one day with one of my friends that I like worked with we just decided, you know what, like we have free access to a recording studio. Let's just like be in a band. Yeah. 
like, I didn't really play guitar and he didn't really play bass, but we decided we were going to do it, and then we found a drummer, and then we found somebody that could really, like, play guitar, Yeah. and then we did it, and it was awesome. That's awesome, yeah. It's like when you, uh, <laughs> when you, it's like, when you have a resource right in front of you to do something great, like, yeah. you know, oh. now, might as well, uh, utilize it. <laughs> oh, seriously, and man, I miss that studio. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, they... They've got some good mics out there. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So uh, beyond um, college, uh, like, um, how would your musical career continue uh, to uh, flourish? Well, I think a lot of it is like tied into how I kind of got like in like interested in coming to Milwaukee and being a part of this like music scene. Mm -hmm. um, I, right before my junior year of college, I volunteered for the Girls Rock uh, camp, mm -hmm. and through that I met like every single friend that I have now in Milwaukee. Like one way or another, it's like a Girls Rock connection, yeah. and um, through Girls Rock I met Addie Skillman, who is a super awesome songwriter, singer, guitarist, um, and we started Red Lodge together Not through that. And that's kind of kind of how it continued. Mm -hmm. And I met a lot of really cool people um, through playing those shows and going, and just I got to yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, like what kind of stuff? Like stylistically, like what was Red Lodge to you? Um, Red Lodge was very much. Uh, it was in your face, kind of representative of all of the pent-up frustrations that like I was like discovering for the first time and Eddie and um, Laura were both well acquainted with already mm -hmm. of just like everyday life like problems at work like yeah. how obnoxious it is to like get hit on the bus oh, yeah, like right. stuff like that that's like what those songs were about and it was so cathartic to be able to just, like, really say what, like, I try not to say. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all that, like, the, the pent-up energy of being a, in a, being a woman uh, in pretty much every facet of society. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not always the best. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, I obviously am... I'm not in those shoes, so I can't speak to that, but I can, from talking to so many of my uh, women friends and just women artists and just women in general, Yeah. my mom even, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's heavily apparent and the best thing that uh, us men can do is just to like, listen and ask questions of like, how we can do better. Um, yeah, but uh, it, I imagine on a personal, artistic level, like it's you know getting to rock about it and write songs is a really <laughs> good release of all that. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I, um, I yeah, I've heard of Girls Rock, and it seems like they do really awesome work. I know, uh, do. I know that a really good band, Negative Positive. Yeah. Uh, oh, shout God. out to those girls, cause so proud. <laughs> oh my God, they're fucking amazing. Um, they're actually part of, uh, that new, um, the new, uh, like, all-ages venue bill thing that just passed. Yeah, I, is that, 
I I saw that they are opening for Screaming Females. Oh, really? I don't, I didn't I don't even know see if that's that. connected to it at all. But that's but also really awesome. Yeah, I am very excited. For yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's like that's such an example of like a, a really young all girl band that's playing really killer indie rock music. Yeah. Uh, they're they're so good, and it's just it's um. And I think that it's sort of in two ways, like the, the sort of like the awesome showcase that Girls Rock is, is not only that it's, you know, you know, women in rock music having that representation, but also like really young people too, yeah. like yeah. that you don't have to be like, you don't have to always like go to school, get a college degree, like have all this like, you know, acquired experience to have a gift. Yeah. You know, like some people by all means have to learn right. and to acquire that knowledge, but when but there's some people that are just naturally like, you know, have a have a real talent, have a real um something really special about them when they're young. And yeah. they're taught they're told from a young age that you know, that they that they can't succeed until they make it to this point in life or that they can't do something great unless you know, they go to college and get a job and have a family and know what life is all about. But yeah. no, like, especially like our, like this, in, in this age, like our generation is like, we see younger and younger people just fucking killing it, doing yeah. amazing shit. It's true. I mean, I, I'm so impressed with like the level of activism that like much younger kids are taking, you know? Greta. Yep. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Also, <laughs> I'm so uh, proud of her. yeah, Greta is killing it. Also, Jazz Jennings too. Uh, she's a trans activist. Uh, she's only like eighteen, but you know, these young these kids are changing people's lives. They're changing the way we as adults converse about real issues, and they're Definitely. affecting the way we we uh, check ourselves because we're adults still learning every day too. I, and I feel like the problem that happens is that, like, we're adults that do still need to learn, and we realize that, and we will always want to keep learning things, mm -hmm. but I think that there are people that just get to a certain point, and they're like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. Like, you can't tell me anything. I new. know everything. What I, I already yeah. know is it, you know? Yeah, especially, like, especially a lot of men that have that complex of like, of political and social power that they've just yeah. always been granted, you know, by history uh, in societies. And, you know, it's like, those are the off, it's crazy how so many of those, of those, the people that are getting so bent out of shape over what Greta is saying yeah. about climate change are, old men <laughs> you know it's so weird to see grown men like bullying a literal child i know it's 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 just like uh it's unfathomable <laughs> it's like what like the fuck are you even like what 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 are you trying to prove right. yeah. yeah like out of red lot list like how long were you guys a project and i guess like um yeah like i guess looking back on it like how do you reflect on that project yeah, I think we played shows for about a year, and we, like, kind of said yes to every show that we were at. Not not literally every show, but it felt like we played a lot, and yeah. that was, it was really cool to get to, I, I've never, like, 
gotten in such a routine with playing shows and practicing and like when it started and like throughout the whole time that we were a band we practiced very regularly mm -hmm. because like this was the first band I was ever in that like rented a practice space mm -hmm. so it felt like a little bit more serious yeah. it was the first time I was like in a band with people from Milwaukee and I had just moved here I just finished college and like there were like so many changes and I felt very like it was a very weird time, you know? Yeah, yeah. And having practice to go to every week, no matter what, and then like a show, like every, like so often, that kept me in like a really good routine. It's like a true devotion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, well, and it, it just like helped me with the rest of my life, just staying, to, like trying to stay balanced. And it got me out of the house mm -hmm. and like, meeting new people at a time that I was feeling like very shy, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, totally. If there's any way to, you know, to, that, if there's anything that inspires you to get out of the house and meet people, a great way to do that is live music. Uh, meet, Definitely. Meet new people all the time doing it, but you're gonna see a lot of the same people doing it too and yeah. become even better, grow, those are how relationships get uh, how they get uh, enhanced and built over the years, yeah. um, which is great. Um, yeah, it was just, uh, it's funny, like, uh, you know Hans Jaeger? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> just, this is random, but uh, the other night we were seeing Wade V at uh, Company Brewing, and I had just seen Hans, like, because he was in Cream Vellum, and, like, yeah. he's, uh, he was which in... Which is such a good band. Yeah, which is a fantastic band, shout out to Cream Vellum. Um, and, uh, I had seen Hans a lot, like, at shows, like, he's a really friendly guy, he's a, a super sunshiny kind of dude. Yes, he uh, is. <laughs> very, very sweet, and, um, but I never, like, actually got to sit and talk to him, yeah. and, like, really get to know him, and, like, after the show the other night, like, we were, we, uh, had a beer at the bar at Company, and we were just talking for like half an hour about just like weird music we listen to and like yeah. we are talking about just bands that we didn't think we'd like but ended up liking and and we were talking about just weird experimental stuff like and he, we were talking about CBD for a while because he works in a CBD shop. Oh, of course he does. Uh, yeah. Um, we were talking about school, talking about Riverwood. Like, dude, like, literally, like, dude could, Yeah. you know, he could just be somebody in the crowd that I just see every time and be like, hey, hey, how's it going? You know, like, good. Yeah, and that's sure. it. But I actually, like, got to sit and talk to him and got to know, like, he's a yeah. really fucking cool dude. It's and, like, true. <laughs> yeah, and it, like, and I, you find all these things, it's like how you can have so much in common with somebody yeah. um, that you didn't know unless you went to these live Right, music. like, how else would you meet some of these people? Exactly. You know? It's cool. It, it brings in, like, playing music and going to shows and, like, the whole community surrounding that just brings... It brings in people from a lot of different, like, separate worlds, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Like, we all have very distinct backgrounds, you know? Like, a lot of us grew up in completely different settings, scenarios, yeah. upbringing, whatever. But 
we're all here for the same reason. It's to en yeah. enjoy good beer. Or eat or eating good, yes. <laughs> anyway, um, we're eating good. We're drinking good beer. We're loving good music. And uh, we're working together and stuff. And, yeah. And, oh, like, especially here in River West, like, there's, like, whether it's at High Dive or Company or Bremen, um, any of these spots, like... I can count on like any show. I'm gonna see a handful of people I know. I'm excited to see them every time. I love it. Ecstatic. Um, so I guess with that, how did uh, that band sort of be kind of come to fruition? Yeah. Well, Beach Static was very much uh, just the natural progression after Octopus, the band that mm. Ben and I were in in college, kind of fizzled. Um, our drummer joined the fire academy, which is awesome, but uh, yeah. not much time. And then um, our bass player moved to the Twin Cities. Um, so, and then Ben and I moved from Whitewater area to here. Mm -hmm. And it took us like maybe a year to find a drummer. Um, it was like a very slow start. Mm -hmm. But then after we played like our first house show, we just kept playing shows. Um, for like a year straight, uh, and it was it was really fun. We kind of we I think we ended up doing a lot more than we ever thought we would, mm -hmm. um, and it was really fun to to do that. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, like so the kind of music that so we're like you like. Uh, was that a, like the music you made in both bands? Is that kind of like a yeah. lot of stuff you enjoy? Like, yeah, it was very much like what me and Ben were listening to a lot. Mm -hmm. um, we were like so obsessed with Fiddler in oh, college. Yeah. Like every Fiddler and Waves, Waves obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe some Best Coast, oh, perhaps. Best Coast, big time. Yeah. Surf the um, Blood. Yes, all of these bands. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Alalas. Yeah, the yeah, oh my god, yeah. The it's like my favorite thing. Ty Seagull. Uh, all of the... So good. The yeah. OCs. The OCs. <laughs> oh, they're, they've dropped some really good albums lately. They're so good. Oh, I, yeah. I love that whole the, genre so much. The psychedelic, surfy, like yeah. beach rock kind of stuff. Exactly, yeah. and we were just a three-piece in Beach Static, so we kind of went... We took the beachy thing, and we kind of took a little bit from like the grunge music that we all really loved, and kind of let ourselves be a little bit more pop punk than we mm. like maybe would have yeah. in the past. And it was just so much fun. Like yeah. those shows, we I I feel like Ben and I both like to really ham it up. It was it was so I, uh, much fun to do that. Yeah, ben was a singer. He was a singer. <laughs> yep, yep. Every time he would go, yeah! like, oh my god, <laughs> always amazing. Yeah, it was, we it was... <laughs> we would cover uh, cheap beer oh, at the yeah. bar, nice. and he would go so crazy on the guitar solo, like playing behind his oh, head. Yeah. <sighs> Man. I saw Fiddler at Lollapalooza a couple of years ago. Nice, that's great. It's pretty fun show. Yeah. Excuse me. Brought to you by Hams. That purple is sponsored by Hams. <laughs> um, I think we might end up getting sued by Hams. Uh, 
Sorry. It'll either be the best or the worst thing to associate with hams. That burp. Um, so, yeah, y'all were a powerhouse group. Uh, the shows were very energetic, <laughs> and you you were always in character, too. Like, you wore the shorts. Yeah. Uh, the, the tropical shirts, that kind of stuff. Even when it was 414 day and it was snowing. There was a full blizzard on April 14th. God forbid that happens again at this next 414 day. Yeah. But that I'm was... i sure Ben was barefoot. Oh, my God. That was... I remember I, like, that was literally a blizzard, and I, like, was walking from the bus stop to the Pabst Tap Room. God. And it was terrible. Like, I couldn't (laughs) even walk straight. Like, I had to walk, like, side by side, you know? Um, just so I could just, like, haul ass to the show. But, um, but it's, I mean, you know, it's definitely, it sounds like, both bands were an exciting and fun era for you, but Definitely. you're, but you are like in that sort of transition period of like you know finding something new, yeah. which is great. Um, and I'd love to hear about yeah, like I guess like what you what ideas are going through your head, like what's what what do you want to do now? Yeah, that that is a really exciting thing to think about. Good. Um, Good. Yeah, I guess uh, kind of where I want to go. Um, I am, like, first and foremost, an audio engineer. Um, I love playing music and performing and stuff, Mm -hmm. but recording and live sound and as much, you know, audio-based stuff as I can get my hands on, that's, like, what I want to focus on the most. Mm -hmm. So, the music that I'm making now is kind of an extension of that. It's less of trying to, you know, get out and play a lot of shows and meet a lot of people through it. I mean, eventually uh, it'll probably get there, but I'm not, I'm not trying to like really focus on that at this point. Right, yeah. Um, But what I do want to focus on is ways that I can kind of use music making and like the the different processes to approach that. Uh, How can I like use different production techniques and different music technology things to make different kinds of music. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of experimenting a little bit with like like programming drums and like synthesizer sounds sure. and ways to kind of have some things be very like studio polish sounding without like losing the sense of um, like authenticity that I love in like more lo-fi sounding recordings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I want to kind of like do fun, interesting things and challenge myself in ways that I I haven't before. Totally. Well, you went to school for that, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. I uh, I really want to get Ableton. Oh yeah. Uh, cool. it it's such a cool program, <laughs> and uh, I feel like. You can do a lot of really cool, weird things if you really dig into it. Oh, yeah. And uh, I definitely, I want to do that a little People bit. People get really edgy <laughs> with, that, with that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not going to ever, as great as EDM is, I'm never going <laughs> to, like, go, like, that that wild with it, but... <laughs> <laughs> really? No? <laughs> I mean... Well, I guess, like, what are some different goals you want to achieve with this material work you're working on? 
Yeah, so I mean, basically, my main focus is trying to find ways to incorporate different like music production techniques and um, like different ways to incorporate technology into you know a performance. Mm -hmm. um, and like, I mean, I love playing shows, but I I, I want to make sure that when I do play shows with this, since it's I'm being a little bit, I'm trying to be a little bit more intentional intentional about, um, you know, creating more of an experience when you, when you come out to a show, and uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of the, sure. the goal. <laughs> I got you. So are you like uh, actively like writing songs and whatnot right now? Yes. Yes, I am. Yeah. Is there anything <laughs> particularly on your mind right now? Well, yeah, so I guess I can, I might as well just tell you my whole plan. Um, Do it. Spill it. <laughs> I'm spilling the beans. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, truly the hot goss. Um, <laughs> the tea. The tea. We're spilling it tonight. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, I'm writing an EP, uh, and I'm probably going to call it, um, oh, God, what was I going to call it? <laughs> um... Participation trophy. Mm. Um, I have the album cover picked out. Cool. It's a baby photo of me. Oh, um, oh <laughs> lovely, spectacular. Uh, yeah, I think it'll really match the vibe. And I'm kind of, I'm writing, kind of more. I don't want to like kind of chill, wavy, like more relaxed, laid back, um, synthesizer driven. Um, like pop songs, basically. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I, I want to focus on writing about my my family and different experiences with that. Totally. Well, it's exciting to see that you know you can uh, this. It it sounds like you're exploring uh, a lot more of like the collaborative nature yeah. of music with like, you know, how you can continue to like manipulate sound in unique ways that would be really exciting to see so i'm excited for you to... well thank you very much you're I, very welcome i'm excited too great i like this uh this camera angle oh thank you <laughs> yeah I, I like to do I the i feel like we're really telling them what's up right oh, now oh you're you're coming <laughs> face to face with us baby um well Mr. yeah <laughs> amy <laughs> um unless you have like an unless you get like a new like uh like uh, artist name, you know, for your solo stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 called June Gloom. June Gloom. June Gloom. Yeah. It's like a. Uh, that sounds like a real awesome like uh <laughs> like. It, it it sounds like a cool, like uh chill wavy like indie pop. Thank you. Sort of sort of name actually. It's so. a it's a weather pattern. Yeah. <laughs> um. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's the the demos that I made are on Bandcamp uh, under June Gloom W I. Oh, cool! Awesome! I'll be posting a link. Sweet. Um, <laughs> if you're ready for people to. Yeah, I guess. It's out there. <laughs> well, Amy, I had a great time talking to you all about your old projects, old and new. Thank you so Thank much you. for having me. Thank you for the hams. Oh, uh, anytime. You said it. One episode away from a ham sponsor. Yeah. I can feel it. Uh, what keeps you up at night? Oh, God. Uh, I've been having some really weird dreams, so that's been keeping me up. 
Man, the, the fucking, uh, <laughs> you know, just the haunting nocturnal imagery. Seriously. I yeah. think it's because I watched Room 104 and it kind of spooked me. That'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, puts you to sleep, though? What puts me to sleep? Melatonin. Melatonin. Yeah. Common, common answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for being on the thank show. Thank you so much for having me. Time. This was a blast. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you had so much fun. Um, so, uh, uh, be sure to uh, check out Beach Static and Red Lodge, old music, um, and uh, keep in t- keep in uh, keep tabs on what Amy over here has got going on with June Gloom. Uh, should be a great time. And also shout out again to Girls Rock Mo- Girls Rock MK. You know, the power is in the young people's hands. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Mr. Nice Guy.